The Cabs Through Everything Around Me podcast. I grew up in um, North London in the 90s, like mid 90s, and uh, as a child, and racism was rife, you know, it was rife then. So the change we've come from then to now, I've witnessed it firsthand, it's amazing, do you know what I mean? It's absolutely amazing how far we've come. Like People who are just new to it might see the world as we are now, sorry, England as we are now, I think, oh, this is terrible. If they'd seen it in the 90s, how it was yeah. then to how we've come now, they'll be like, okay, you know, the changes. The change is coming slowly, but the change is definitely coming. And, and, yeah. and I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing with something like this. It's a touchy subject. So change ain't going to come overnight. You know, it's always going to be gradual and slowly, you know, bit by bit chipping away at the block. You know what I mean? And um, I mean, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking, mm. you know, to think that, you know, people of uh, colour are seen as um, second class citizens and not the same as, you know, uh, Caucasian. But... It's the times we're living, and eventually we're gonna we're gonna change it, you know, bit by bit. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. And um, when you say that, you know, it's a touchy subject. You know, from the conversations that I've had, and you know, I've, with, even with friends and you know, family members, you know, because you know, I've I've always promoted this message that there is inequality and there should be inclusivity in every aspect <laughs> of life. And it is a touchy <laughs> subject and still a taboo. And you know, from me. And, you know, I'll ask, that, ask you that question. Do you feel there's a fear factor from people if they start talking about racism and representation that they might say the wrong thing? Do you mean coming from a white person asking a black guy or... Yeah, just yeah or just about... a white person yeah. talking about I... it generally. You know, he's not, had, yeah. he's not being impacted by it personally or, you know, like we have alluded to, you know, they've put a black square out there and they think, you know, I want to start talking about this. Do you, do you think yeah, yeah. some people are put off from talking about it because they might say something that will insult, sure. insult another person? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's um, definitely a problem. I think people, it's definitely a taboo, you know. It's not an easy subject to talk about. But um, from what I've seen, from my experience, is um, the more you talk about it, the more it gets into the public domain and people can start changing, like, you know. There's what goes on behind closed doors, yeah. It's like... Um, how can I explain it? It's like um, people, people want to, people would want to change. Mm. You know, they might say this is not right. What's going on here? But then they feel a bit, uh, you know, I might, might try. If I say something on Instagram to support black people, black people might think I'm just trying to jump on the bandwagon, and yeah. you know, they get put off. Like, you know, what I mean, that's why I said that. As I said to you, with the black squares, that was amazing. How everyone supported it, even though we had a lot of people saying, "Oh, you're just here for the day," but just that day, you know, meant a lot. As I said, she's just chipping away at the block. Mm. And that's the message I've been trying to get to people. Keep on chipping away, keep on chipping away. It might not be in my lifetime, our lifetime, you know what I mean? Hopefully in the next few generations, you know, we're, we'll be on an evil playing field. You know what I mean? Yeah, and th there has definitely... See, I I've seen those changes um, firsthand. You know, we're living in Greater Manchester, and in particular in yeah. the area of Oldham, where, you know, there is, um, you know, Asian communities, and, you know, I still don't see that representation. But there has been those changes because it's no longer deemed, you know, when, um, you know, an Asian or black person is seeing that, oh, gosh, you know, um, I'm a little bit concerned about, you know, um, how they might act towards me, you know, in a negative way. And I think part of that is, especially with the media, you know, long before social media, because I believe social media has made a positive impact with breaking down social barriers. But, you know, media sure. in particular, you know, like old sure. films and TV, you know, I did find that, 
you know, black and Asian people, like you say, they were treated as second class citizens, you know, um, whenever you switched the TV on or went to a movie, you know, so they were portrayed in a negative light and, you know, were mm. um, frequently linked to criminality or poverty. And I don't know if you've seen those changes. Like, we could use our, um, you know, which I think it's incredible, you know, the three latest Star Wars film, you know, um, you've got a black guy who's the star yeah. who isn't being linked to poverty or... Yeah. You know criminality so you know it's it's even the you know big game players have got a part to play in this and can bring those changes and compared to 20 30 years ago you are starting to see more representation on tv and in film yeah definitely they've, they've, they've definitely tried to help you know uh, bbc put a big campaign out i think about 10 years ago when i was doing media in college about 10 years ago and it was just starting to become a big thing where they were starting to put mixed race couples in adverts, mm. like, you know what I mean? So a black guy with a white woman. And um, yeah. just trying to introduce it more and more. Like, and that was 10 years ago. And I spoke to my media teacher, funnily enough, um, two weeks ago. And she says, haven't we come a long way from 10 years ago? Mm. You know? So 10 years ago, we were starting to put mixed race couples in adverts together, like, you know, I mean, to show there's nothing wrong with black and whites being together. And now 10 years later, how far we've come, like, in terms of, like the media is, um, I'll say they're really, really trying to help now. You know what I mean? Like the mainstream media, I know it still seem people still perceive it as um, predominantly white and racist still, you know, mm. you know what I mean? The way, the way they portray stuff like that. But as I say, I keep coming back to this. Uh, if you was where I was in the 90s compared to now, and you've seen the change, like, you know, that's what makes a difference to me, that change that we've seen, what I've seen physically firsthand, like, you know what I mean? Mm. I know we're not there yet in 2020, and it's, you think to yourself, you know, we're living in, in the 20, uh, 21st century. We should we should at least be 50% of the way there. I'd say we're about 40% of the way there, you know what I mean? In terms of mm. um, equality for minorities. Thank you for tuning in to this quick fire episode of The Carbs Rule podcast. I hope you enjoyed the outtake of the conversation I had with Roberto. If you did, please spread the word on social media and leave a review. Until next time, keep on running, keep safe, look out for one another and continue to display kindness.